children, and welcome back to the Friday special by the Sweetness of Yiddishkeit, where children from all around the world can enjoy our fascinating stories and even share their own ideas and have lots of fun together. I'm so eager to get started already. It's so much fun with you kids every single week. Your messages are streaming in. Keep them coming. Messages on previous topics are welcome. Special announcement. Next week, as a Shabbos Mevarchim treat, a very special guest is going to come on our show. I'm sure you don't want to miss out, so stay tuned. As of now, let's run for some more time with Rebbe Mendel. This week, children, we learn how Avram got sick after he had a bris miller at the prime age of 99. This mitzvah weakened him very much, so Hashem came to be mevaker chole by him. While Hashem was speaking to him, something strange happened. Avram notices strangers walking by and turns to Hashem and says, Please wait here, I'm going to let my guests in. Now that's strange, children, isn't it? Hashem is there visiting him and taking interest in him, and he tells Hashem, I am busy with something else. Just imagine, children, if the President of the United States comes to your home to speak with you, do you think you would tell him, Oh, Mr. Trump, my friend Shmuley is waiting downstairs. He wants to play Monopoly with me. Would you do me a favor and wait here for a while until we're done? That doesn't sound very respectful to me. Then why did Avram Avinu make Hashem wait while he attended his guests? Avram Avinu was always on the lookout to learn from Hashem's wonderful ways. Whenever he learned a good quality from Hashem, he immediately tried to imitate it and behave the same way toward others. We're all commanded to find in the Torah Hashem's ways and try to imitate them to our best. Now that Avram Avinu saw how Hashem cared for him and came to see how he was doing when he wasn't feeling good, Avram learned even more how much he has to be thoughtful of others. And for that reason, he told Hashem, I think I got the message. Would you give me the honor and wait here to see how I do the same to others and tell me if I'm doing it right? From this story, the Gemara learns that Achnasas Archim is greater than welcoming the Shekhinah. This is what I want to speak with you about this week. What does it mean that caring for others is more important than sitting with Hashem? I want to tell you something, Kinderlach. Many times we think to ourselves, I'm in the middle of learning Torah now. I have no time for mitzvahs like helping my mother or the like. But that's very wrong. The whole difference between us and the Gaim is that the studying in their schools and universities make them become bad people. It makes them hate us, Yidin and Hashem. It makes them cruel and evil toward each other. While the holy Torah that we learn is meant to make us good people, caring and supportive of each other, 
and respectful to the elders. When Hashem sees people learning the Torah without becoming better, He gets upset and says, I wish you would forsake me, but keep the Torah. Hashem prefers that we should forsake Him and our learnings at times that we are supposed to keep the mitzvahs that we learned in the Torah. Our learning in school and yeshiva is meant to bear fruit, to teach us good midos and the good qualities of Hashem. Just like Avram, who was always on the lookout to find more Rahmanus in Hashem and in the Torah, more Vatranus and other qualities. Hashem wants us to sometimes forsake the learning in order to use what we have learned already. If it means to go and help Mami, who is overwhelmed by the amount of work that has to be done for Shabbos, or it means to go and help your younger brother, who is struggling to keep up with his class. That's what makes Hashem happy. When He sees that we use the Torah that we learned to improve our ways and our character traits. I would like to tell you a story that my friend saw with his own eyes. A story about somebody who forgot about keeping the mitzvahs after he finished learning Torah. My friend, Rupshaya, was visiting in Williamsburg a few years ago. He was in the middle of shopping when he noticed that it was getting late. So he hurried to a nearby stiblach and waited for a minion to gather from Mincha. Enough people came in and one of them went over to Davin before the Ahmed as the Chazan. The Chazan was a big man and when he started Chazar Sashat, we all noticed that he couldn't put his feet together because of his weight. One person, let's call him Yassel, didn't like it. He got up, banged on the table in front of him and said, Hey you, you cannot be Chazan. The Chazan made himself as if he did not hear and continued with the davening. But this Yassel was no Amaritz. He went over to this farm trunk and took out a large volume of Shulchan Aruch. He opened up just the right place and came over to the Chazan with the Sefer open wide in his hands. Here it says, Look, you're doing exactly the opposite of what it says here. Stop your davening and get out of here. The Chazan was very embarrassed, but did not move an inch. Yassel went ahead and started kicking his feet in attempt to put them closer to each other, of course with no success. Then he turned around and left with a cruel smile on his face. My friend Rupshaya went after him and said to him privately, What are you so happy about after you've humiliated another yid in public? Yussel looked back with a mean expression on his face. I haven't humiliated him. I just told him simple straight halacha. This Yassel, children, did not use the Torah in the right way. He used it to humiliate another Yid. He took a holy safer and the halachas that are written in it to stab the Chazan's back. Do you think that's what Hashem wanted him to do with the halachas he learned? Well, now we know that not a chance. But how should we know exactly what is the right way to use the Torah we learned? For that, 
we have our Gedolim, the wise and righteous Tzaddikim, to whom we turn every time to know what Hashem wants us to learn from the Torah. Now, children, I would like to tell you another story, but this time about a person who was loyal to the Gadol who taught him how to learn good Midas from the Torah. Every morning, when Rafael Zimberman left his house to Kailil, something bothered him in his eyes. Right to the left of his building, there was a furniture store. That store had a big variety of everything, from beds and mattresses to cribs and couches. But there wasn't enough room inside the store for all of it and for the customers at the same time. Therefore, every morning, the owner would pull a lot of it outside, just in front of Rafal's building. All those items bothered Rafal. It made the front yard look messy, and he just can't, couldn't take it anymore. Rafal knew that if he called the city council, they would take care of the problem immediately, and even fine the owner for putting his merchandise outside his store. But he also knew that he would not do such a thing before asking his rub. One afternoon, he decided to take the time and go to the holy Tzadik Rav Steinman and ask him for his advice on the matter. And guess what his answer was? Rav Steinman said to him, I want to tell you a secret. After living in this world for so long, I have noticed that anybody who gives in gets re rewarded not only in Olam Haba, but in this world as well. Trust me, if you won't make a fuss about it, Hashem will pay you back before you realize. Rafael was always loyal to his Rav, and that was enough for him to know what he was going to do. And what did he do? Nothing. He just continued with life, smiling once in a while to the owner of the furniture store, without complaining. Only two months have passed before he saw Hashem's hand coming to his rescue. Rafael's little son, Yoni, was playing with a toy on their porch. Suddenly, the toy fell out of Yoni's hand, and without thinking, he climbed over the fence after the toy. Rafael spun around to the sound of Yoni's screech and realized that his dear son was just in the middle of a serious freefall. His heart sank at once and he ran down the stairs as fast as he could, as if to try and get there before Yoni and catch him in the air before he crashes to the ground, Hashem Ishmar. Breathless and pale, Rafael got to the yard and imagined what he saw before his eyes. His beloved son, Yoni, fell directly into a crib full of mattresses and was just sitting there shocked, but breathing and very much alive. Look at that, children. Isn't that just amazing? I'm not sure what would happen if the owner would have been forced to take all his beds inside, but probably Kaddish would be said there. Now, dear children, do you have an idea how to become a better person by the Torah that you learn? If you do, make sure to share it with us. Please record yourself and tell us where your sweet cut is. And don't forget to mention 
your name, your age, and where you come from. Then ask an adult to email it to thesweetkite at gmail.com. T-H-E-S-W-E-E-T-K-E-I-T at gmail.com or WhatsApp to 00972-58323-9909 and we'll make sure to play it on our next podcast. See you all next week. This podcast is brought to you by the sweetness of Yiddishkeit. For comments, sponsorships, and more, please contact us at thesweetguide at gmail.com.